Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Well, the local donut shop now knows what I want to order every time I walk in, so I think I'm going too often. <laughs> well, hangovers don't just last all day now. They last two days. Oh, I really do. <laughs> what do you do when your landlord is like cute? Mm. Well, I have a fresh new zit just in time for my hot date. Oh, going to be a good one. <laughs> have such a good day. <laughs> Hello world and welcome to have such a good day. I'm Sarah Land. This is Heather Frank. I'm Heather. And this is our podcast. It is. It's ours. It's ours and yours. It's it all yours, of ours. Definitely. For so many reasons. You might be listening. You might be watching the video version of the show. If you're a $5 or more patron of ours on Patreon, mm-hmm. you will have a bonus topic at the end of the show because... Who wants to say goodbye to us when we could just keep talking? And we get really real. We get really Don't you want to hear us be real? It's like the real world. It really is. But it just... <laughs> when two women are forced to be together forever and stop being polite. Until eternity. We cannot stay apart. You know, it's really about us sharing the absurdity of our lives for your entertainment. And hopefully it's entertaining for you. If not, maybe you're weeping because you're, you know, maybe we make you sad. I don't know. But we hope that we're making you happy and that we're entertaining you. The whole idea behind the show that Heather and I put together, if you might be finding us for the first time, everybody who's familiar with the show has heard the spiel before. Yeah. But um, we, we, uh, we, we, we found the show idea cathartic. Mm-hmm. And as we went on with it, we realized that there are other people who sort of share this cathartic need the way that we do. And we've built a really cool community. And so we're going to keep at this, B. (laughs) We're almost at 20 episodes. (laughs) It's episode 19. It's kind of incredible. I'm like, I can't keep up. Last week, we could vote. Now we're just 19, which is like eh, kind of a lame, kind of a random. Sorry for anybody who might be 19 years old out there, but like between 18 and 20, Mm. what are you even doing? Those random ages. What do you do with those? How sad for you? Go karaoke it out. That's what I say. (laughs) 
Um, you know, actually speaking of 19, you know, I, we, we have 19 really stellar reviews on iTunes and I love all the reviews, every, each and every one of them. Thank Um, you for leaving good reviews, by the way. Really, As silly as it sounds, it actually helps your rankings. It really does. And And so that's why everybody's always asking for iTunes reviews. If you've got like a spare minute, uh, we'd appreciate it. Yeah. And you know, 19 is kind of a measly number. I mean, it, we would really like to get up to, what, 100 reviews? Thousands of reviews. I don't know. Help us get there. It's all relative, Heather. What if you had it's 19 true. elephants? Oh, That'd be like so many. Your house would be full of elephants. Oh, God. And a dog and two cats. I could probably <laughs> fit one elephant right here yeah, probably. in this room. And that's about and it. And its butt would crush you against the wall. Oh, I really want an elephant. I do too. A baby elephant. Oh, we're an adult. <gasps> they start as babies. They become oh my adults. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. So buddy. What a buddy. So, so, so many fun baths. <laughs> I think you'd have to spray them off with the hose. <laughs> but that's fun. You would maybe fit in your shower if it was baby enough. I don't know. I don't know. An but then you have to wash his butt. You have to like lift his tail and well clean him. Well, I don't know. I think elephants might. Maybe he would wash himself. Yeah. I mean, he has. You know. I don't know enough about washing an <laughs> well, elephant. We need to do some research because if you're thinking about having one as a pet, I think you don't want to just dive in. I know how much you like to be impulsive about animal care. True. And you know, True. taking an. an I'm not sure <laughs> that I am legally allowed no, to I don't own an elephant in the U.S. I think no. I need to have some sort of a special zoo license totally. that would actually I be interesting to see that. what animals you could have pets you could have as pets but you would have to get some kind of license you know some kind I of mean, wild ferrets animal ferrets aren't even legal That's in true. california yeah um so anyway well uh to be determined yeah. uh, what our next pet will be <laughs> well uh so i'd like to talk about our bonus topic for you five dollars and above contributors to, to contributors to our show which is the topic that sort of when we say goodbye at the end mm-hmm. of the show there's more show to come yeah. for anybody who contributes five dollars or more on patreon so the lights get low and we get a yeah. little crazy so much candle oh my god it's and just like it gets it gets pretty sensual up in here <laughs> luckily it's very sensual not a lot of tears i don't think we no, nobody shed a tear on the show just no. yet but i think it'll happen oh no it definitely will and maybe it's you dear viewer and or listener, I don't know. We'll we'll do our best. Hey man, to if bring it out of you, if you've shed a tear while listening or watching to our show, please. I mean, I really would. We would love to know if you have. If you want to come forward and tell us because you know I gave a talk a few years no ago. No judgment. No, of course not. I cry all the time. <laughs> uh, I, d- I gave a talk a few years ago, and it was uh, it was sort of a um, something. It was kind of career stuff. And, you know, it was personal, but um, it wasn't something that I was necessarily trying to, like, you know, get the waterworks out for. Yeah. And afterwards, somebody came up to me that had watched the talk and said, that was really touching. And it really brought tears to my eyes. Mm -hmm. And I was so, like, I mean, I was so flattered, but also so surprised. Because that wasn't even really what I was going for. Mm -hmm. So I was like... I, I feel so good about this. Like I struck a nerve yeah. that I wasn't even necessarily thinking that I was going to do. The same thing ha- happened touching. to me when I did, I think we did the same thing, the creative mornings and people came up to me and they were, they were like teary eyed and they were like, you just 
it's like changed the way, you know, I think about this thing. Yeah. And it was just like, wow, if I could only do something like this every day to affect people. And maybe it's our podcast. Maybe there's a deeper way that we can affect you and you guys should let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, please tell us, uh, email us at hi, have such a good day.com. Yeah. I mean, as much as I'm not a life coach, I probably need one. But I, but I think in a way we're all kind of each other's life coaches. Totally. So the more that we I can that do we that, are each other's. Absolutely, that's for sure. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and our growing community here is yeah. also part of that. And totally. It's um it takes a village. Yeah, and you know, if you have a bad day, write us and say, you know, maybe we can help you have a better day. We w- we would like that. So. This bonus topic is a little more fun, maybe a little less like sensual as the other ones. Um, (laughs) No nudity. Sorry, guys. If you were on an island and could only bring three things, what would you bring? I actually like this. um, It's kind of fun. I like this question and, you know, I'll save my answers for... for, You better. For the the time when they are appropriate. But I always hate it when... Because this is a question you hear, right? Mm -hmm. I hate it when you can only bring one thing because yeah. that's just stupid. Sunblock, You'd bring I like mean, the love of your life yeah, or, yeah, or, of or sunblock or like water mm-hmm. or whatever. So if you have three things, it's like, okay. Yeah. It's you sort of creative. like you've been granted three wishes. What, yeah. do you, what do you choose? Yeah. I mean, do you bring one food item and then the rest is like practical? I mean, well, I don't know. We will have to see. You will I mean, have to wait it, until it the end of the show. It is a deserted island. You only yeah. have three things. Hopefully you're trying to stay alive. So, you know, keep that in mind, everybody. And hopefully and we'll this a little bit later. that triggers some wanting for under $5 contributors to become $5 contributors because you want to know what our answers are and you want to be part of the conversation. So indeed. no pressure. Indeed. Indeed. For anybody real quick who's like, what are they talking about with all these tears? Patreon.com slash have such a good day is where we sort of live and breathe Mm -hmm. and where our community helps us make our show every week. And we have a variety of milestones and tiers. Check them out. Get to know them. Give us feedback on what we might want to do going forward. It is, it is. We're all ears. We are, we are the hive mind. (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing with my hands right now, but it's a a hive hive mind type of a thing. Oh Hi- man, Hydra, Heather. I don't know. Heather is like my next door neighbor now, so we live in the same neighborhood. Um, I don't know how much you're doing the little lake. Um, not as much as you. Okay. Well, I pretty much go every day. Yeah. Uh, Otis and I like to do our our lap around, and the Tai Chi, uh, the olds, so cute, so cute. Would you ever join in on that? Uh, actually, yes. I kind of want to. I mean, they seem so peaceful. They seem very peaceful, and they they've got, there's a good crew there, and they're out. They're pretty early because yeah. I'm out there pretty early too, and and um, it's one of the things I like the most about my little morning walk is going past the Tai Chi. Folks. I know you know you're you're up around six six thirty. I'm walking by six thirty. I'm impressed because I don't usually get out of bed till seven thirty, but I probably could get out of bed sooner because I go to bed early enough where it's like I got enough sleep. Just get up. Well, what I like about it is I that love the early as long as the sun is up, which it is earlier yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Because we're in standard time. Um, uh, but as long as the sun is... Like, I don't want to be out there walking around in the dark. No. You know? And the mornings are quite brisk. Yeah, that would be weird. These days. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like you might as well just walk around at 2 a.m. But, um, but the sun starts coming up at 6 mm-hmm. now. And by 6.30, it's perfectly 
you know, people are out. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, it's it's still a pretty sleepy neighborhood. Yeah. But Blue Bottle Coffee's open. Oh, yeah. It's 7 a.m., right? 6.30. Oh, really? Monday through Friday. Oh, that's awesome. New little life hack. I've been saving money and having coffee at home. I know. I need to do that as well. The problem also, you know, I made a joke about the donut people knowing me, (laughs) which is true. It's a great donut shop. I I love them. And I'm not even eating donuts. I'm eating croissants. But, um, But I'm like, if you're like... Morning, Sarah. The usual. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I need to go. There's another donut shop on Style closer, back. isn't there? Uh, That's donuts pretty close. Is pretty close. But um, but but, and I mentioned Blue Bottle Coffee for anybody who's not familiar. It's a um, it's a coffee chain that's very sort of high end, fancy, mm-hmm. pour oh, over. I miss it. The whole thing. You miss? You, yeah, yeah. I'm I like, just you miss it to... right here. But yes. Yeah. But it's um yeah and it's not cheap um and it's a whole experience it's you either want it or you don't I want it um but those folks too it's funny it's like you move to a new neighborhood and you know I had never been there before and I've been there every day for three weeks in a row <laughs> and so they all know who I am too yeah. at this point I love that especially feeling, the morning crew because it's all yeah. kind of the same folks and the other day one of the women who who you know working behind the counter one of the baristas was like let me guess you like moved here recently <laughs> and I'm like how'd you know <laughs> just came out of the woodwork one day <laughs> I mean maybe you should try there's a bunch of other coffee shops which you've tried a few I've tried a few um I uh, I like a, a couple of them quite a bit um there's another one I don't like as much but I won't call you out on the show but I will um, talk about uh, my int- very uh, fun week. Heather. Yeah, I really want to hear about it. I'm at the edge of my seat, literally. I, I bet you are. So I, I this is sort of a you know just like a funny little anecdote about moving. As as you know, Heather and I have moved recently, and we're both just we're settling into our new lives, and both, quite swimmingly, quite swimmingly, both both of us feeling really good about it. And uh, one of the things that I needed to buy because my old apartment was had this like ridiculously large walk-in closet that had all these shelves and it's like you didn't need a dresser everything could go in there everything Mm -hmm. you know and I mean I have a decent amount of clothes and like everything could fit in there well my new apartment has more creative space and really needed a dresser yeah so I got one this week so exciting and man I know material things aren't supposed to you know make you you know happy or sad or whatever but it's like every time I go around the corner in my bedroom, I'm like, ah, I love it. I know. See, it's great. I know. It, it's like, like it's refreshing. It makes you feel, yeah, it makes you feel fresh. Yeah. You're like a new person. You were just yeah. b- reborn. Which is probably why people are shopaholics. Yeah. I mean, I, I went through a period it's where. Because like, it's like a, it's like a. Oh, it's an instant gratification. It's do- oh, it's totally a dopamine. You know? I remember, I think for me, it's like a good pair of like tight jeans, like a good pair of denim. Right. I mean, and right. Heather's like tight jeans. And I'm like, how about a dresser? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like my my material things to be more sensual, Sarah. Right. Well, you know, a dresser is where the tight jeans go inside. That is very true. Or number four. I think most of my denim would probably fit in all of your drawers, but I'd probably need like all of them to fit. Really? I have a lot of jeans. It's I got to show you next time you come over. It's not cool. I mean, I have a lot of jeans too and like I would not be able to fit 
them. I don't even want to say how many. I'm not even going to get into numbers, but I want to say that that is like my favorite thing where you you try on a new pair and you feel so fabulous and you're like, I just have to have these. They make me feel like a million bucks. The problem is, is after time, you know, they they loosen up and they wear down. I mean, I, you know, they're still they're still in pretty good shape, but. There are some jeans that I've had. Uh, the jeans I've loved before. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually in a love affair currently with some jeans that are, they're getting, they're getting to their, oh, no. they're getting to the end of their life. Mm. I know. It's, um, which ones? Oh, it's just this. I mean, I don't know. I'm not wearing them right now, but uh, they're just, they just fit me in all the right ways. And they're just then why cute. don't you just keep them? Oh no, I'm keeping them, but it's like, Especially when there's elastic. Yeah. You know, sometimes you're like, you can just sort of tell from like, because when you put them on after washing them, and of course, when you have jeans with elastic, I don't know if everybody uh, follows these rules, but I like, you don't put them in the dryer. No. Right? Because it'll Mm -hmm. like ruin the elastic, Mm -hmm. you know? So it it tends to, you know, but even so, over time, the elastic will break down. Sure. And like, there was this one pair of jeans that I just, I could wear them for you know, a week or whatever without them stretching out weirdly. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, you have to wash them if yeah. they f- don't seem of clean. Of course, of course. But now it's to the point where like a couple hours after, mm-hmm. like they they start yeah. out great, nice and tight. And then a couple hours later, it's like these You're are like, uh, they, they lose their luster like everything yeah. does in life. But, you yeah. know, I know somebody who I won't mention any names who <laughs> never washes their jeans like literally like once every like four or six months or something um so i and i don't know who you're talking about but (laughs) i know this and it's always a guy yep and there and i've i've had this conversation before and you know not nothing to do with guys not washing things because almost i mean i know so many guys who are like crazy about washing stuff even more than me but there's like yeah, there's like a certain kind of jean mm-hmm. that supposedly you're not supposed to wash. Mm-hmm. But it's like you sweated so much that it was like a hundred degree day and you're wearing jeans. Like and, there's just and like no and way. that you got you got hairy legs yeah. under there. And it's like, <laughs> don't tell me it's not getting dirty. If that is your life choice, okay. Sure. But like you gotta wash your jeans. Don't sit on my couch. You gotta wash everything. Yeah, you gotta I wash think your it's, socks. Just wash it in cold and then hang it to dry. It's not gonna do much to it if you do that. It's not gonna ruin it. That's the way to you know. Anyway, enough about jeans. Mm-hmm. So I um I'm really excited. So I found a really cute little sliding scale acupuncture shop um in our new new neighborhood. And for anybody who doesn't know sliding scale, what does that mean, Heather? It's um. They have different rates depending on the time of the week and on your income and that kind of thing. Yeah, the whole idea is to provide services for people with various um, uh, abilities to, yeah. you know, like if the, if it's one flat fee that somebody can't mm-hmm. pay, but they could really make yeah. use of acupuncture, then, you know, be more inclusive. Yeah, and they and like at after 8 p.m. on Fridays, they have like special rates and they have like certain days of the mm. week where you can get like a, nice. you know, a deal. Um, I really liked the vibe of the place. Um and I I miss acupuncture. I used, I've done it for many, many years, and so have you. Um, and I kind of haven't done it for the last year. So I had my first session in a very long time. And I, it was really nice to get needled again. I have to say, like, I get... I get like a little nervous before, like my palms get sweaty, you know, because you don't, this is a new person, like mm-hmm, they're, you know, mm-hmm, putting needles mm-hmm. in you. Yeah. And a lot of the, they're very, very thin needles. 
Um, if you haven't gotten acupuncture before, it's not as scary as it seems. Um, however, there's certain parts of the body that are that can be very sensitive. And mine, I think in general, most people will say that their feet and their hands mm-hmm. are sensitive. This is my that it's part like, it's like the yeah the also, bottom of the palm under the thumb oh, oh my yeah. gosh my whole body will go nuts yeah and i don't i don't care about like the ears like you'll feel a prick but it doesn't bother me there's not it's not a resonant pain but like your feet like in between mm-hmm. your toes anyway i really enjoyed it um and i feel like i got a lot out of it you know you walk out of there and you feel like you're walking on clouds it's very relaxing it just it it's it's set the tone so now so were I'm you pretty good this week um and we don't have to go too into acupuncture for anybody who's like Ugh, acupuncture. but it's a wonderful thing and as heather mentioned i've done it as well mostly for insomnia mm. and was so helpful to me oh my it gosh is helpful. uh because you know you don't just want to take sleeping pills all the time mm-hmm. right but um do well, they you ha- do but you shouldn't R- exactly yes <laughs> you don't want to get addicted <laughs> to sleeping pills or anything worse but uh, were you on your back or your stomach? I was on my back. So I prefer to be on my mm. stomach because that's the way I prefer to sleep. Yeah. It gives me more comfort. I see. However, with the acupuncture that I've always gotten, and I've gone to lots of different mm-hmm. acupuncturists. Yeah. It's like, no, all the stuff I need requires me to exactly. be on my back. So I feel a little bit exposed and sometimes they'll I put a blanket too. on you. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. And they're very doting. They're like, are you comfortable? Are you, are you warm enough? You know, right, that kind yeah, of thing. And they yeah. always have blankets. Elevate and, your feet a little. Yeah. yeah. And that, I actually should have asked because I like when they put a little eye thing on me. So it's like darker. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I'm actually going to go back next week. Oh, I'm going to do, I'm going to do it every week for a month or so. And I actually got some Chinese herbs that are, nice. I love new herbs like I just get so geeked out like I've always been kind of geeky about like my supplements and I do a lot of research and you know because I I and Chinese herbs in particular are fascinating because they're quite strong yeah um and I didn't get the powder form I got like the pill form uh, but I just started taking them yesterday I'm pretty excited Good for I'll report you. back. I'm going to turn into like some like Wonder Woman or something. Well, so watch out. We should be so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Moving on to some stuff that uh, probably affects a lot of us for anybody who's a user of Instagram. Instagram, would, it, the company has already said that it would do this. So it's not some huge surprise, mm-hmm. but it is finally rolling out the ability to monitor your usage on the app more. Mm-hmm. So for example, so... I'm an iOS user, but it, the Android app as well would allow you to, you know, get sort of weekly updates on how much time you spend on the app. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of folks, uh, Apple now provides this on an iPhone in general, if you if you opt in um, and uh, certain other uh, YouTube um, and who else am I thinking of? Uh, there's another service that I don't know. I'll think of it in a second that do the same thing. The idea is that the companies are not necessarily saying, well, Sarah, don't spend so much time on Instagram because, of course, they want you to be on Instagram. Sure, They're, of course. You know, you're seeing ads. Yeah. It's like it's a, you know, for-profit business. But it's a goodwill measure mm-hmm. because there's such a conversation right now about people being too obsessive yeah. with social media. Mm-hmm. You know, I've um, pulled back from Twitter well, I'm still reading Twitter a lot, but I'm not posting as much because uh, there's so much of this sort of narrative about mm-hmm. it being just sort of a toxic environment. Yeah. It's like it kind of poisons the well a little bit. Yeah, totally. Um, Instagram is one of those networks that it's 
arguably the first thing I open in the morning now. Didn't used to be. Mm-hmm. But there's so there's so much activity there. Yeah. And it's, you know, with Instagram stories, which you're pretty mm-hmm. active with. And, and there's a lot more of that, like, immediacy going on mm-hmm. that I think a lot of folks would be surprised to know, holy shit. I spent eight hours on yeah. Instagram this week. Eight hours? That's like a long time. Like yeah. a whole night's sleep? That's insane. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, no wonder I'm so tired. You know, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, and it, this is not just, it's not just Instagram saying, well, people shouldn't be on the network as much. It's more of like a, this is something that we're going to help you do. We're also going to help you snooze notifications, mm. right? So much as you might do with your, yeah. uh, you know, your your smartphone mm-hmm. um, and whatever OS you're using on that smartphone, it's a way to be able to kind of control the influx of information that we're also used to getting. Mm-hmm. So I guess it, it got me thinking about the idea that a company, sh- well, should a company have a moral responsibility to provide services like this because if you don't if you don't want to if you don't care mm-hmm. or you want to be on instagram a hundred hours a week yeah i mean no one's stopping you mm-hmm. like it's not illegal but if you but if you want that information and you don't really have the tools to do so yourself and the company can provide that is that the right thing for the company to do? I mean, I like the idea that it's an option. So you yeah. can turn it on or off. If it bothers you that like, okay, there's a moral thing I don't think a company should be, you know, dealing with, then you can turn it off and not even deal with it. Right. I think giving that option makes me feel better about it because I like options. <laughs> and, you know, if you feel really strongly about it, you you can opt out. But I think it is a little weird. It's, um, it's... well it's it's, it's an interesting territory it's a it's a funny yeah it's it's almost as if the companies feel obligated to do this because again the 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 media climate right now oh yeah for sure because no company is going to be like we think that you should limit your time on our app no definitely not (laughs) no so that's not where this is coming i think it's the climate for sure yeah it's more of a is this the right thing to do and how do we message this to our user base so that we don't seem like we're just some you know silly company you know providing a service that's 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 hollow Mm -hmm. because they they probably like fast forward the movie and go oh we're gonna get some grief about this let's Mm -hmm. preemptive the preemptively like you know set this whole you know thing up in advance so that people start you know kind of i don't know wrapping their heads around it i think i mean i'm into it I mean, I, I like to have the option to see, you know, to track myself. You know, it's funny. I, I just a couple of days ago, I was at yoga and I was, it was right before class started. So like people were like just, you know, putting their stuff down and everyone was getting ready to go. And, mm-hmm. um, I was like, I got like a ping on my phone. I had my, um, my ringer off, but I was like kind of in the corner about to put it in my bag. And I was like checking something and the teacher comes up to me and goes, you know, um, do you mind just putting your phone away? It's a no phone zone or something. And, and it was funny. <laughs> she was so nice about it, but it was like, I felt really bad cause I don't normally do that. And I totally respect the space and, and everything. But at the same time, it is a weird knee jerk reaction. Cause I notice sometimes I'm not even aware I'm on my phone. Yeah. You know, like yeah. even I'm on the couch mm-hmm. at night and I'm, you know, hanging out, watching something and I'll be like, whoa, like stop looking at your phone. And I'm like, you know, right. looking if someone played me at Words with Friends or whatever it is. Um, it's sometimes I have to put it across the room to like not be so tempted. It's just like a weird addiction. 
I, I don't a, like that I, feeling. I have a friend who, um, it's funny, and she's not the only one who, she and her husband now, they have a put the phone outside of the bedroom thing. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, we go into the bedroom. There's no, I think I respect There's no that. TV. There's no internet. Yeah. You know, maybe there's a book or maybe we just go to sleep. I respect that. It's Yeah, it's it's a it's a place of calm and serenity. In fact, I would and probably do that. Yeah. But I use my phone as an alarm. So do I. So do I. <laughs> and that's also, I, I'm pretty good about that. Like, yeah, when I'm finally ready to go to bed, yeah, yeah my phone's with me and I might look at a little yeah, something before I go to bed. But like, I'm not laying in there like scrolling through Mm-mm. anything. Me neither. It's more of like, yeah, if I get a text and I don't know, it's early or late or whatever, I might look at it or I might look to... I might be reading an article on Medium, like in bed with like low light. Like I do that a lot. Sure. Like catch up on some of my reading. Right. But it's not sustained Mm -mm. time. Mm -mm. I'm not checking email. Hell no. Because then, because the problem with checking email is you see something that kind of... It's an action item. you up, you know, and you're like, Or or there's something where you're like, oh, I'll just do that really quick. No. Because like... That uh, is a bad move. Yeah. All bad. I was actually in, in bed last night and... I it's funny I I my landlord was here and and when he he left he was like your cute landlord oh, yeah he is cute and he uh, when he left out of the front door like he can't lock the do- like I have to lock it after him yeah. and he was like don't forget you know lock your door and I'm like thank you okay bye and then I did forget because it's like down a flight yeah. of stairs and I went to bed and I'm laying in there and I'm like oh, I hate ah, that. Shit. <laughs> Oh, like I'm just so comfortable, and I sort of like I probably won't get robbed. Like, but can we just chance it? And what I was like, do? no, get up, lock the door. That is actually the worst when you because I'll get in bed, and sometimes instantaneously my cats will settle in on either side of me, and I'm like trapped. <laughs> and like then I'll be like, oh, I kind of need to pee, or I need to get a glass of water or something. Mm-hmm. But I'll be like, oh, I'm not gonna do it because you rile them up, and it's like, exactly. yeah, they're done. Yeah. Like they're gonna, they're just gonna be up. Right. You know, and it, yeah, it's not in, worth this, it. in this case, I was like, Sarah, there's no amount of laziness. Yeah, you got to lock Too lazy mm-hmm. to have you just be like, I'll probably be fine. Yeah, no. Lock the door. You'll probably have a nightmare about and I And you know what? In. I'm sure nobody was going to come into my house last night and it would have been fine, but I would have slept worse. Yep. Because I would I totally like, it would have like turned into like a weird dream mm-hmm. about like the thief who like... <laughs> The thief who killed me because I didn't lock my door. You robbed your ham and cheese croissant or something like that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny. So I've had a very, I've been like, had a crazy busy week this week. And I, and I, it's been like all hustling. It's been like, but like fun hustling, you know, like I, I've been on the phone a lot with people who, I don't know, just like old colleagues that are like, what are you up to? Hey, you should talk to this friend. You know, I'm yeah. really, so I'm like making lunch dates and I'm, you know, you're uh, out there. I am. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm you're, actually, you're wheeling and dealing. I really am. I'm actually tomorrow. I don't know if I told you this. I'm meeting this guy who is, he's a legit like screenwriter and he, I met him at my garage sale. <laughs> this is actually kind of a funny story. Is this a date or no? No, not a date. I actually don't know the story. No, I, just, I'm surprised I haven't told you. Heather's bringing it on me. Okay, I'm, all right. Yeah, I like to... You met him at your garage sale. I'll so hold things back from you sometimes, Sarah. So, well, that's fine. I, I <laughs> you know, I, I can't know everything, uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to keep up. So... <laughs> 
But this is okay. So it's not a date. It's no. more of it's a networking. So thing. he basically he sent me. He has a horror film script. Oh, this is perfect. Speaking for me. your language. Yeah. And um, he he wanted me to. He saw that I worked at Lionsgate because he saw I was selling a La La Land framed poster at the garage sale. Why did so you even was, have that? The, I, I don't even know. It's like okay. it's all like it's all gone anyway. So okay. um, it never happened. Um, but. Um, so he, he, I liked him. He had a great vibe. He was really cool. Anyway, so I'm going to meet him tomorrow. We're going to talk about the script. Um, you know, that's one of the many projects I have going on. I actually signed up for the Amazon Mechanical Turk, and I know it's been around for a while, but man, that thing trips me out. I like, I scrolled through a little bit because I'm going to do some stuff because I'm actually really curious. And of course, I, I scrolled. So there's all kinds of little menial tasks for humans to do for a very small amount of money. In fact, right. a lot of these tasks are like one cent. Um, I, of course, scrolled to see what is the highest rate, you know, the highest monetary um, uh, level. And the highest was about 30 bucks for now, like an hour now, or something. Now, and just again, walk us back a tiny bit. Like, okay. what? what is this? So... Mechanical Turk is basically, it's a, it's like a dumping ground for like menial tasks that like robots can't really do very well, but they're, you would think that a robot could just do it because it's like these really small kind of techie online, um, you know, tasks. Like for example, you know, matching photographs, you know how you do when you're like, are you, are you a robot? No, I'm not a robot. Here are the traffic lights, you know, or finding, um, you know, finding a certain image online or that kind of thing. Um, doing some research, uh, there's all kinds of weird stuff. Um, but there was one that was about 30 bucks an hour and it was doing some research, writing something. I find it fascinating. I find it very futuristic because it's like you're, we're going back on ourselves. It's like, we're advancing our technology. We're evolving technologically very rapidly. But like this is like, well, wait, okay, these robots, yeah, we kind of need humans still. Like it's almost like laughable because everyone's like, oh, are all of our jobs are going to be taken by robots. Well, no, but you still kind of need us, you know? So I just think it's kind of kind of neat. We talk about that on DTNS, one of the other podcasts I do all the time uh, yeah. because there are, are constant stories about advancements in AI mm-hmm. and machine learning, mm-hmm. but also the, you know, that this yeah, sort of like, you know, overall prevailing fear that, mm-hmm. well, it's, that's the end of us. Yeah. Like all the humans, what are the humans going to do? Mm-hmm. And I think that there are a lot of different ways you can look at it, but the sunny way to look at it is think of all the things that humans do and we all hate it. Yeah. And it's busy work and it's paper pushing, mm-hmm. it's whatever you want to call it. It's like, it's not fun stuff, Mm-mm. but someone's got to do it, yeah, right? totally. And if that someone ends up being no human, mm-hmm. what does that free up humans to, yeah. you know, create in the future? Totally. It doesn't mean that we all just sit around like now we're jobless. Mm-hmm. It means maybe we're freed up to be better versions of ourselves. Absolutely. I love that. That's well put, Sarah. Thank you. You know, and it's funny that this whole thing, like, I'm really inspired by this. You know, there's a whole thing going on right now. It's all over the place. I mean, I feel like I'm coming across it a lot. Um, You know, this sort of like side hustle thing. A lot of people are 
getting a bunch of odd jobs together. They're, you know, driving Uber, you know, and then they've got their little crafts they sell on Etsy. And, you know, the internet has made it a wonderful place for you to like sell mm-hmm, your things mm-hmm. and um, oh, be creative. And we, we went to that swap meet over exactly. the weekend. And that inspired me too, because I talked to that one woman who was making those, she made these woven, um, uh, where you can hang a plant Kind of like this, dream catchers, but like with, yeah. I, yeah, I don't it know. was basically like a little um, uh, sort of ropes that would hold onto a pot and a plant, but they're like kind of decorative. They're really cute. And she makes a business out of it. And I'm, I, that really inspires me because I, I have a family who my mom used to go to Japan when I was a kid and get like a huge, you know, truckload of kimonos. And on Saturday, she'd have, you know, she put signs around the neighborhood selling kimonos and they, there would be all these gay men in my house, you know, looking for kimonos and buying kimonos for 10 bucks each or whatever it was. Sure. My mom was always so like resourceful in that way. Um, and I think I'm kind of similar. Like I like if I were to, you know, have any kind of lifestyle that I want, if I could choose, I would have 18 different side things. Like I'd be selling my art, doing our podcast, doing some mechanical Turk on the side, I guess, for one cent a, a minute. Driving an Uber. I don't want to do for, that. That's what I want to avoid not doing. I don't love driving, so I'd rather not do that. But a couple of things I've done this week that have been kind of interesting, I I get reached out sometimes from these consulting agencies and they basically, companies reach out to them to, they want to find experts in a certain field to answer some questions that only an expert who has experience working in you know particular like uh, at particular companies um, industries that kind of thing and I got two calls this week so I've had two I've had two actual like hour-long calls they pay you pretty well um, because you know you're at an expert level so mm-hmm. you can actually speak to like weird like things that are happening in the industry you know how things are evolving and both of them totally separate companies um, asked about the same thing, which I thought was fascinating. I really don't think they were connected at all. They're completely different companies in different cities. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, they all have their own rules. You have to go through a whole process where you you have to read all their legalese and you have to go through everything and sign stuff. And super fascinating. I like doing this kind of stuff because hmm. I like to kind of be like, okay, well, cool. So I can help, you know, I can help with the knowledge and the experience that I have. And so I had two phone calls this week and they're both really interested in what is Facebook doing behind the scenes with video? Like really interested. What They're really interested in the next few years and like over the top OTT, you know, content. And what kind of budgets are, you know, you know, Netflix, or what are they spending? Like stuff like that where it's like they both had a very similar um they had similar questions, which I thought was really interesting. I feel like everybody is really wondering uh, about this right now. You know, where is, is Netflix going to still be spending money hand over fist to make all kinds of content? Are they going to go bankrupt? I mean, who knows? You know, it's, it's, it's a fun conversation to have. Anyway, so I'm kind of like, all right, I will throw in a little, some phone consultations into my, into my mix and I'm going to make, make some millions. Sounds good, Heather. <laughs> No, it does. Yeah. It. Uh, I. I don't know. Keep us. Yeah. Keep. I'll us, keep you posted. Keep us posted, particularly on, on the, the mechanical Turk. Turk. I know. Keep us posted on the Turk. It's such a weird name. Doing mechanical it for the Turk. Turk. Yeah. It's. It's. It has been. It's. It's this thing so that you don't hear about all that often. No, you don't. But it's. But it's. It's certainly a thing that cumulatively is worth people's well. It depends on the person, of course. But um, 
What might be worth your while would be to become a patron mm-hmm. of this fine program of ours. <laughs> Heather and I can't program. do it without you. You know, no, certainly as not. much as we would like to say we will do this forever with Otis, of course, in the background. You can't really see him. He's he's trying to stuff himself into a cat sized bed. And he's an 85 really pound dog. So he really loves that bed. He does love that bed. But back to Patreon. If you can support us on any level at all, we appreciate it so much. You help us make the show every week. This um, is true. It is it is a community that is um, just really great folks. Um, and we are growing and we love you all. No matter if you can uh, spend $1 a month or $1,000 a month, which is actually a tier. It really is. I know it seems like we're kidding, but no, not, it is not true. a joke. It's you a real thing. You get to eat dinner with us. Well, yeah. You do. And Nachos, probably, because that's what we what we eat most of the time. Sure. But it's a whole... We, 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 we've thought a lot about these tiers. However... It's not a joke. However... No, it's not, it's not it's a really joke. It's not. In fact, one you give person, us a thousand dollars, you're going to have dinner with there us. There is somebody who's going to be cashing out on this. Exactly, so. but um, but uh, there there are a variety of tiers that we are always we always have our ears open. Mm-hmm. Are there things that we can offer? Yeah. For example, merchandise. We've gotten some feedback from folks lately saying like merch would be really beanie, fun. Man. Yeah, I would love beanies a or sweatpants or, yeah. or yeah, I don't know, whatever. Um, I know what I I'd like. I love a good baseball oh, cap. Me too. Me too. And we can think about that as well. So we were thinking there may be a $20 yeah. level that, uh, because we don't currently have one, um, we have a one, five, 10, and then and we kind of, we, we kind of, yeah, we kind of go up to, to, to the big stuff, mm-hmm. knowing that most people are not going to be able to pay for that, which is totally fine. You know, it's a slightly tongue in cheek, but it's, however I mean, helpful. It's, again, but... serious. Yeah. Right. <laughs> however helpful. If you can. Right. But um, strength in numbers. Yeah. So if there if there are things that we can offer, we would love to know what uh, tiers would make sense to you. Obviously, we have our own ideas. Yeah. But again, it's yeah. Well, it's, it's a cumulative. What would you want for twenty bucks a month? I mean, what what would be worth that to you? I mean, do you want some like life advice? Uh, you know, from you know a couple seasoned ladies who feel. Yeah. Fairly confident. I can tell to- you what not to do. <laughs> and I will continue to be like, here's what I did this week, so don't do that. <laughs> um, or, you know, I don't know, like anything. Um, I haven't come up with all the ideas, but yeah, merch is a great idea. Um, uh, you know, we'll walk your dog. I don't know. I mean, we might you walk can your walk dog. her dog. You could walk my dog. Yeah. For twenty dollars a month, walk my dog. <laughs> Maybe not the best deal, but let us know um, on the community board on patreoncom have such a good day or email us at hi at have such a good day.com or I don't know, find us on Twitter, DM us. Yeah, um, there are all kinds of ways you can you can find us. Heather and I have have we have kicked around the idea of extending this show of, of ours to to. Yeah, Maybe a little bit more life advice stuff. And yeah. again, like, I mean, I say this with like, like such a big asterisk. Like, I am not a life coach. Sure. We're not like certified. I am the worst. I'm the stupidest person in the room always. <laughs> However, I'm pretty, I, lo- I think I'm pretty good. I And great for you. Maybe Heather. not as good at, at my life <laughs> advice for myself, but sure. maybe for others. I'm yeah. pretty decent. But I think that I think... Um, the more of us that you know we we feel comfortable talking yeah. to each other about 
uh, you know, the, the, the peaks and valleys, yeah. the troughs and the non-troughs. You know what, Sarah, <laughs> I actually think that you do give pretty good advice. I think you just, again, you don't give yourself good advice. I think it's the same thing. Hmm. But when you give me advice, I think it's solid. Yeah, I'm and great really at giving smart. it. I'm yeah. just not great at taking it. But, but that's okay. Because do as we I say, not as it. I do. I mean, this is that's why that's that exists. It is so true. Because I people have a exp- hard time. How did all those things, all those expressions are so smart and they came they these people these old people these old humans came up with them back in the day it's so fascinating i love the origin stories of these so really quick um before we move on uh we were talking about this on dtns in our pre-show um earlier today the concept of a pregnant pause Mm -hmm. we know what that means sure what the I know. Where did that come from? What? Like pregnant? Pregnant? Like, like maybe because it's like, oh, I'm pregnant, so I'm gonna pause. Like even hard because or, or, it means a long pause. Yeah, maybe. maybe so like, what is that? Maybe it's like in between contractions, or like when you're when I don't you're like. Think so. I know it is very strange. So Tom Merritt, you know, he of course he knows everything. He he was like, well, you know, the word pregnant back in the day yeah. wasn't always about birthing mm-hmm. a. Why were you guys talking bean. about that? Because <laughs> we just, I don't know. You hang out with someone every day. It's like you end up yeah, talking about true. really weird stuff. Yeah. But um, he was like, it used to mean something that was sort of like, uh, you know, it's some, uh, something that you're looking forward to, mm-hmm. that, you know, the future is uncertain. Yeah. It's a, you know, a, a pregnant blah, blah, blah sure. is something that might last a little longer and have sort of a ramp up to what the eventual crescendo will well, maybe be. because pregnancy lasts nine well, months well yeah and so i think that that you know yeah. that ended up being something that we all associate with but still isn't that weird it is Pre- weird pregnant pause yeah it means long pause why don't we just say long pause <laughs> i don't know good good very good point so uh chris hayes who is a host on msnbc mm-hmm. um all in with chris hayes um i don't actually watch the show because i don't watch a lot of cable news because i want to keep my sanity yes cable definitely. news is just the death of <laughs> of all humankind <laughs> sorry i know a lot of people work in it and we used to work in cable yeah, news but um i don't watch a lot of it now um however i do like chris hayes and i follow him on twitter he tweeted uh earlier today it was kind of funny he said Something along the lines of, and I don't actually have the tweet, or actually maybe I do, um, the tweet up in front of me, uh, and he says, am I the only person who, I've, I've officially become that guy where I, I think that all hip hop was best when I was 18 years old. <laughs> you know, like, no matter how old I get, yeah. like, there's just that one year that was like, better than everything. Yeah. And of course, a lot of people piled on like, well, that's crazy. What about Kendrick Lamar? What about Run the Jewels? Like, Mm -hmm. what about all these like, like really, really good hip hop acts that like you couldn't possibly, you know, throw them by the wayside. And he's like, well, no, I mean, they're great. But it's that idea of there's a nostalgia thing. And I have it, too. I mean, hip hop, I could think of hip hop or a hairstyle or uh, the kind of clothes you wear so, like sometimes we sort of like we hit this sort of like cliff and we're mm-hmm. like not jumping off the cliff I'm just gonna stay right here actually this I is agree. my comfort level I have a great example uh, someone just yesterday asked me well I had asked them first who are your favorite DJs mm-hmm. and they responded with frankly a few people I had never heard of and they were very like mainstream 
kind of EDM, like big DJs. Like old school or like no, new. new school? Oh, okay. And I, and I was like, you know, and I'm somewhat familiar with electronic music, but there's so many DJs, you know, the ones that are in Vegas all the time that I'm just, I'm not, I'm not like really Like DJ Polly D? Yeah, like, you know, Avicii and like, you know. Well, he's dead. Well, I know. I know he is, but <laughs> that was a terrible example. But um, yes, yes. But I, like, I know what you mean. You know, it's, like it's, Travis. It's, it's DJs on the certain Cal- circuit. Calvin Harris and sure. you know, those types. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, and then he was like, well, what about you? And I was like, wow, that's a really good question. Cause I, you know, I like electronic music. I'm exposed to it mm-hmm. quite a bit. Um, and I thought, you know, that's a very good question. What are my favorite DJs? And I realized they were all from back in like the eighties and nineties, like sure. mix master, Mike, Ma- mix master, Mike, um, you know, uh, DJ shadow, Qbert. You know, Dan the Automator. And, see, and like, I, those are my, and that's like, my jam. Right. But like, I think that it doesn't even necessarily have to be somebody younger than you, but someone who's like, oh, so you're that, I know. that era, Shit. you know, because it does sound, it's like <laughs> no, early 2000s. It's an impressionable age. Or, yeah. or I think you, there's something about certain ages where th- this is like it laid the foundation for you. Well, and I, I got to thinking, um, too, about, so sure, you know, this, our jumping off point was like hip hop. It's like, okay, well, you know, in my circles, 1993 is sort of known as like the best year for hip hop. But like, that's like a silly thing that people my age say. Sure. No one who's 18 years old and, and that is like well versed in hip hop is ever yeah. going to say that. Well, I don't know, maybe a few of you, but probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, I think the same thing about indie music. Am I listening to a lot of it these days? No, but no, I kn- neither. But I know that there was like a time yeah. period where I'm like, that was the you know like, like the, mouse the golden days of power. indie. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and I was Interpol. really into it. But you know, I don't really listen to a lot of that kind of. Music. I mean, I love Interpol still, but a lot of that music I don't. It's funny. It was kind of an era thing. Yeah. Because where is indie rock now? There isn't as much of it. It's it's not as much of a. Well, and then it gets into like a funny when you know you're talking to sort of about like personal style and fashion and like. Okay, everybody knows what I mean when I say, well, she just had like a really dated look, Mm -hmm. right? Like, okay, without seeing whoever I'm talking about or he, right? It could be Mm -hmm. any any gender. You kind of know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So what made that person just kind of, this is it? Yeah. I'm not evolving anymore. And so other people will say I'm dated, but like, this is just my look. Yeah, totally. This is my hairstyle. These are my jeans. Mm -hmm. This is this is kind of where uh, where I'm this comfortable and I'm yeah I'm 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 so not deviating it. from yeah. it. Yeah. I like to think I'm not there yet but I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I think certain days that we, you know, we we look cuter than other days and I'm not uh, I'm not pointing fingers. Also being dated might be very cute. Uh, just true. a dated cute. You're right. Oh, yeah. God. I hope you would tell me, you're right? A, you're a 1995 cute chick. I know. Well, you you would tell me, right? I would. Well, you know, the thing is, is I did get someone to help I me. I know. I think you would. I don't know. You're not very confrontational. But I mm. but I, I did have my neighbor um, help me with my, my wardrobe and I went through everything and uh, I really think I got rid of the dated stuff. So anyway, speaking of um, our youth. Yes. You know, this is crazy. I um, This is actually something that it's funny. I, I think I walked out of my office to make coffee and a smoothie this morning 
when this came on at NPR because when I got back to my office, my friend Abby Cavanaugh, who you know, she was uh, like, did abs. you hear Did you hear that on NPR, this article? So I just want to shout out to her. She's the one that brought it to my attention um, that young people aren't having a lot of sex. What in the I heck? I thought that was kind of, kind of fascinating. I, um, I like how you prefaced this with like, so speaking of our youth, you know all that <laughs> sex we had? Young people not, They're not doing having it. it. They're not having it. What? Well, yeah. So there's what's there, wrong with y'all? Isn't that crazy? So what are you so doing? there's there's a woman who did a, a whole uh, very massively long article on Atlantic. You know those articles are very long. If you want to read it, um, and uh, on the Atlantic, on the Atlantic, yeah. 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 Is that what I said? Yeah. I think so. Um, yeah. So basically, they're having sex less frequency. Less less frequent sex. Um, there, there's a lot of um, people in their twenties that are actually celibate, and mm-hmm. so they're racking up fewer like like partners. Okay. Um, you know, and it's funny because the the argument is like, well, there's Tinder and there's you know Hinge and what's the one where it's like totally hook up. Uh, great, you know, online dating sites like you can easily. It's there's like an online dating site for everybody, for pretty much everybody. Yes, um, and so um, and dating is that's a very loose term. Like mm-hmm. sometimes it is a hookup. Yeah. Sometimes it's a relationship. Oh, sometimes totally. Sometimes it's neither. You, you know, all, there's it takes all kinds. That's all. That's lot. Uh, all of those things are happening constantly. But like most people are finding their partners online these days. Um, you know, there's still some stories that you hear that someone met in an elevator or something like that. But, um, so, you know, it's interesting what a lot of this online dating and, you know, social media has caused, which I think this is fascinating, like psychologically is people have in this study, she found that people are less confident to strike up a conversation in a bar or in person. And it's kind of true. Like I've kind of noticed that where People are a little more like they don't give eye contact. They're buried in their phones. There's this sort of lack of confidence, um, you know. But I, I mean, we remember mm-hmm. like we, when we would go to bars and hang out back in the day. We were all very social, and there there was a different vibe back then when we weren't all buried in our phones. So I think it's yeah. an interesting. It makes sense though because people are getting so comfortable with the digital world. Apparently, porn is you know is on the rise. I mean, it's even more so than ever because, um, you know, people have sex less because they can masturbate at home and they can look at porn and sure. you know, that kind of thing. It's, it's all easier. like, it's a lot easier. Yeah. You don't have to deal with the emotional intimacy, which again, this part fascinated me so much that she was saying that there is a general, um, you know, uh, th- a lot of this study has found that people are getting more elusive about intimacy in general, physical and emotional, that they're uncomfortable being naked, um, which is, you know, they, they said something about like gyms what? In, in schools, like young people, you know, back in the day, it was just like you would sure. be sort of naked yeah. and take a shower after gym yeah. class. But now they they just wear they wear their underwear or they're under a towel. And so you're not really used to it. So maybe it's more taboo and it's more like sort of. Well, it's funny because <laughs> Heather and I were kind of talking about this before the show. And I was like, I mean, nobody got naked in my P.E. class in high school. I remember. I mean, you'd did. see sometimes like a girl like in a bra or whatever. You yeah. know, and so like the rest of us are sort of like, you know, just taking stock of like whether it's a big boob or a small boob. But like we were not getting mm-hmm. naked and showering. No, we weren't. Nobody was confident <laughs> enough for that. Never. Yeah. Which is kind of disgusting if you think about yeah. it. Because it's like we're like running, f- you know, like 
It is gross. Around like a track, yeah. like, and then just like going you're back to the school. Rest of the day. Yeah. But no, but no, we were not. It's funny when you're Nobody a kid, was going to shower naked with each other. I think it's different when you get sweaty and stuff as a kid. It doesn't bother you as much. But when you're an adult, it's it's but a little I, I different. Mean, as a teenager, you're, you know, your hormones are raging. That's like, true. You want you want to be clean, yeah, of course. But I didn't want to be naked in front of anybody. Well, I would they, never have. I would never have done such a thing at school. That's true. So, but but don't you think that social media, like especially, has probably made people feel less comfortable with their bodies? Because think about it, so many people. Well, yeah, because everybody like someone's always going to be taller, prettier, oh for sure, richer, all the things. And and same with you know, I think a lot of um you know the online stuff. It's like if you're not kind of good looking. Or you have like some good photographs, mm-hmm. you might be ju- misjudged. Like maybe you have like the most kick-ass personality. You're super funny. You're super smart. That doesn't yeah. really come across in right. dating apps. Yeah, that's something that somebody so, has to like get to know. Yeah. But everyone has five minutes. Exactly. Yeah, and so it's a very judge a book by its cover it type really thing. Is. And I am very guilty of that. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, there have definitely in the past, you know, using dating apps, it's like. There have definitely been people where I'm like, "Mm, didn't like that bio. And so they're just trash, you know, but they might have been really, really great. I just like was in a mood at that very moment and I just didn't like the sentence. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Like I'll sometimes come across something where I'm like, "Eh, it's not that mm, whatever, maybe a little old or whatever. But then they have a great bio where they're funny, you know, like, um, someone recently or something that I thought was funny said uh, um, I can get reservations at Dorcia which I thought was that was like sort of the way to my heart do you know what that is Uh, I assume it's like a fancy restaurant well it's from American Psycho so he it's always do you remember that so he he basically like Dorcia was the restaurant you couldn't get into and he was always talking about Dorcia in the movie in the book it's fucking hilarious Anyway, I digress. Um, Heather, I wanted Heather to, liked it more than I did. I, I did. I really One of I, my least I liked favorite the movie. movies. In fact, I love the movie, but I had I read most of the book, but the book was there. You know, obviously very graphic moments. I couldn't even re- get through some of those chapters. It was so graphic and horrifying. So, um, anyway, I wanted to ask you, Sarah. So, yes. if you were to meet, I don't know, the love of your life, a love of your life. Um, whatever you believe, um, mm-hmm. a, 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 a wonderful love of your life, a soulmate in person, in real life, IRL, where yeah. would you choose to run into this person? So are we talking like what city or no, like, I don't know. Just I mean, like, like whatever. Am, I, am I at a laundromat or just like, yeah. what, what is my ideal type yeah. thing? Anything. Okay. Well, um, it could be under the Eiffel Tower if that's sure. Yeah, of if you want to be hokey, sure. Well, you know, under the Eiffel Tower is actually kind of annoying. There's kids and yeah. crowds and the whole thing. But um, I think that, especially since we were talking about online dating, and I have I have met people that I've dated for like years at a time mm-hmm. online. So I've got nothing bad to say about that. Um, and I. I hope that a lot of the stigma that a lot of people had I towards that is stigma. Yeah, it's it's. Sure. I don't have it at all. However, that is a purposeful thing. Mm-hmm. So sure, in my fairy tale version of life, would I meet somebody purposefully and you know swipe right and yeah. we go get a drink? No, I would meet him at Blue Bottle Coffee in the morning, exactly. and I'd be all disheveled, but like my beauty would radiate oh, so yeah, much, totally. like through like. <laughs> how awful I looked at the time 
Definitely. And probably Otis the dog wouldn't hurt. You know, that he'd just be like, wow, you know, like, just like, I, I've got to see you again type thing. So I think, I think actually the, the fantasy is that like somebody is so, uh, finds me so radiating, uh-huh. even though I don't look good. I know. See, I love that too. Because then yeah. it's like, I didn't even try. Yeah. This was meant to be. Yeah. Like, I think it was like two days ago, I ran out of like almond milk or something. I wanted to make a smoothie <laughs> and I, I, you know, <laughs> our local market opens at 7am. So I like, I knew in the morning I got to go straight down there. I think I needed half and half too, yeah. something. Right. And so I went down there. Literally, I think I had... I have like literally a pajama top that's like a button down PJ (laughs) thing Mm -hmm. sticking out of my sweatshirt. (laughs) Like I literally rolled out of bed and went down there. So yeah, maybe for me it would be like in the produce aisle of, you know, Trader Joe's or whatever market I'm shopping at um, would be kind of sexy or like a farmer's market would be kind of cool. You know, like you're kind of um, just always cute guys at farmer's markets. I don't know. Or like an elevator. I actually like this. Someone was saying they met their honey in an elevator and I thought, how did that happen? Like, how did that play out? I, I would want to know. See, I always feel like anytime I'm in an elevator, somebody's trying really hard not to toot. <laughs> Everyone's squeezing their butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't like elevators very much. Yeah, it's I don't just either. too enclosed for yeah. me. So it's like meeting the love of your life in there and they might be tooting. <laughs> it's just too much. I know. And talk about like the, the closeness of like your, it's so awkward and. Mm. Yeah. But I get why somebody would find that, that to be, be a fun. fantasy. Yeah. I don't know that it's so much about where it would be. It'd be more that if I put in zero <laughs> effort. Yeah. Because here's the thing. The reality is. Putting in zero effort um, ensures that I will die alone. <laughs> but I like to think that, you know, the right guy well, yeah, will actually sure. be like, no, you're the most beautiful creature on the planet. They will see your beauty radiating your pajamas. From yeah. And like maybe a little crust in your eye. <laughs> Definitely some crust in your eye. Well, you, you know, know if, if I met someone in, let's just say, okay, this elevator scenario. Let's say it was just me and this super hot, smart, hilarious guy, just him and me in the elevator. And we're Mm -hmm. going up to like, you know, a hundred floors. And then we like start like really making out in the elevator. And it's like this really, it ends up being this wonderful, like sensual experience in the elevator. Sure. That's great. But that only happens in movies. It probably happens in real life. Very occasionally. But yeah, it's. You probably don't want to be like, let's make out, like with like that many randos in an elevator because no. you're going to get some weird looks. Oh, definitely. But I wouldn't have, there would be nobody else in the elevator but him and me. The universe made it so. Anyway, well, all right. So young people aren't that. having sex. Heather will have sex in an elevator soon. <laughs> and I hopefully will meet Prince Charming online at the coffee shop. Oh, that too. Tomorrow or online. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. It's cool. No judgment. Right, swipe me. <laughs> Um, all right. And one more quick thing. Don't forget to write an iTunes review. We are the, each one gives us warms our hearts to beyond you have no idea. Um, and what if you want to, I mean, no, you just have no idea. I read one of these uh, iTunes reviews and I'll get up and I'll check and I'll refresh and I'm like, oh my God, we have 20. Oh my God, we have 21. I always tell Sarah, I'm like, oh my God, we got like five more reviews. She's like, really? So it's it's a really, it's like Christmas. It's like I wake up in the morning and it's a little present under the tree. So thank you for that. Also, if you want to check our website out, 
What is our website, Sarah? Have such a good day dot com. I know it's crazy. Wouldn't think it would I be don't know there. Why we came up with that? If anybody is not a patron or you are looking to uh, easily share the show with a friend or a colleague or a friend of me, mm-hmm. whatever your mom or dad, I don't know. Uh, whoever might the like bodega guy. this, yeah, the bodega guy, Gal. Our, our, yeah, witty banter, whatever. Um, have such a good day.com is the easiest way to find all the links to all of the relevant stuff that we are doing. And we have bios on there. We asked each other little interview questions. True and story. Very cute. Uh, and we have photographs. All of that. Photogra- check it out. Photographs too. Yeah. Um, and we'll be continuing to do some behind the scenes, um, yeah. aka BTS stuff mm-hmm. for everybody. So, Thanks for everybody for hanging out with and us. Watching and listening. Watching and listening. Episode 19. Woo, what woo, in the heck? In the can, we're, almost. We're almost at number 20. And for anybody who's at the $5 or uh, more per month Patreon level, we've got a bonus topic coming up in just a few. Quick reminder. If you were to take three things with you to a deserted island, what would they be? Heather Ooh, and I will be answering so that shortly. Excited. For everyone else, we will see you next week. I'm Sarah. I'm Heather. And have such a good day. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.